0: Welcome to Pixels and Pints Podcast. I'm Bradley. I'm Michael. And we're two dudes talking about video games and drink.
1: Speaking of pints, today I am drinking a uh, Martin House Brewing uh, Sour Ale called Hidden Dragon. Has some orange juice, dragon fruit, ginger. Delicious, man.
0: Nice, nice. What about you? I got a blonde from No Label Brewery, the local brewery here in Katy, Texas. Nothing special. wanted to stay light today because it's damn near 100 degrees. Yeah, it is. Um, let's get into it. Yeah, we let's had
1: go. we had a huge Nintendo Direct. Yeah, maybe not exactly what people were expecting, but uh, a lot of exciting stuff happened this morning. And uh, let's jump into it. The first thing they they talked about was Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, basically just a rehashing of what Capcom did uh, last week. Um, but you know, trying to hype it up. Uh, there is going to be a free update. Uh, next month in august no it's not next month it's a couple of months from now yeah pretty close to it pretty close to it so the uh the game is when is the game releasing
0: uh it comes out in just a couple of days actually uh it does okay. july third? no june 30th um yeah you, have, you there's a dlc uh edition the day before which is some new armor and stuff like that and then the day after the game comes out and then um a month after that is when they will some somewhere around a month after that sometime in august is when the, the next big update okay yeah, yeah. the seeding I, basil seedings basil juice I, I call it Beetlejuice. i call it beetle juice that's well, what i've been calling it beetle juice yeah. and then sometime after that is the lucent argach i'm glad you tried to pronounce it not yeah yeah wasn't a big wasn't a big fan of the way they named it but whatever yeah uh, the next big uh, announcement was near Automata, a big fucking game uh like You're probably my excited. favorite fucking game, dude. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna buy it again, um, because it's got new costumes, like a new mask. Don't really give a shit. Um, gonna be you know probably playing in 720, but uh probably
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: you know, nothing too crazy. Uh, pre-orders are already out at Square Enix. Um, it was 39.99 on on the store. They had a free T-shirt that came with it that sold out. Um, inside of the game. You get all of the old DLC, like I said. You get some new stuff that is specific to the Nintendo Switch version, uh, and then on the cover you just have some alternative art that shows A2, which is the third protagonist of the game, um, who you get to play as later and fill out the yeah. rest of the story. But either way, I'm pretty excited. Can't wait for it to come.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not quite as excited about it, but um, just the fact that. It's finally going to be available for the Switch. And there's going to be a physical edition. I'm about it, even if I'm not going to be probably uh, ripping at the, the the cellophane to play it.
0: Oh, <laughs> I'm ready for my fourth playthrough. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then uh, next we had, I said Lorelai and Laser Eyes, right? Yeah. So this one was kind of weird. Um, very artistic, very, um, very deliberate art style. It's uh, it's from it's from one of the from one of the publishers that are that are known for these type of games, Annapurna Interactive. Uh, looks like it's a nonlinear adventure puzzle game. Looks like it's going to be a lot of mystery, a lot of puzzle solving, uh, trying to find, you know, key items and things like that. And then, you know, trying to trying to progress further into the story. Hmm. So that's cool. Fun stuff. 2023. Um, probably will pick it up on a sale at some point.
0: Yeah, I'll probably skip on that one. And I'm going to skip on the next one, too. Super Bomberman R2. I bought the first Bomberman the day that it came out on the Switch. Me too. Uh, it sucked. I hated it. Uh, this <laughs> one's coming out. It looks like the exact same game, except it supports 16-player co-op. With the ability to build your own stages and share them. I thought the building yeah. and sharing is kind of cool. Um, I think that the, it's kind of neat that there's missions inside of the stages and stuff like that. Uh, they got the new castle mode, which is the 15v1. So everybody's trying to get to your shit and you're trying to like set up traps and blow them up. Um, then, like I said, there's the map create. So I, I think that there's, you know, a lot, a lot more gameplay in this one than there was in the one that released with the switch, but I it, don't know. It
1: does look like it. Yeah. I'm not, I, I got burned because I bought the first one too. Yeah. And it was pretty garbage. It so played so bad. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens.
0: Yep. Easy skip. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, is what about Mega Man Battle ne- Battle Network Legacy Collection? I haven't played any of those uh, games yet.
0: Me either. Um, but they announced this one today too. And no joke, two weeks ago I went through um, Amazon, eBay, and a bunch of other sites. I started putting all of these Battle Network games in a cart, and I was like, "This is so kind expensive. Of expensive!" Right? They're super yeah. fucking expensive. Some of them are a lot cheaper than the others. And I was like, "Man, they have to release this as a collection." And I removed them all from my cart again just two weeks ago, and then boom, here these Jesus. motherfuckers are all ten of them, dude. Kind of excited. Uh they're all pretty decent games. I remember picking on this kid named Mark in college because he played them all the time. I'd be like, <laughs> Fucking Mark, you're such a nerd, dude. I can't believe you play this dumb shit. Looking back, Mark, uh, sorry about that. You knew exactly what the fuck these games look like. So so out of all the
1: ten, so the thing mm-hmm. that the thing that kind of I'm curious about because i i'm not into the series is it looks like they have like a pokemon thing going yep so it looks like uh so you looks like you have duplicates of uh, battle network three four five and six because they all have two different versions apparently
0: yep uh and the story i think was the same but you just had like different power-ups or something like that maybe the story was different fuck i don't know uh i just remember looking at the gameplay and being like this looks really weak uh but then i got i got really into those types of games and i was Oh, this looks really fucking. Watching speed. It looks run like play gonna, it, yeah, I did.
1: It it looks like it's going to be fun. Uh, yeah. the only, so the thing is, is like it, it looks like they're going to be a little weird with the with the eShop uh release on this. Oh, so yeah. it's coming out next year, but apparently it's going to be available in two separate digital packages that you could purchase. I guess.
0: Yeah, so that's the way so, they did it with uh, the Mega Man Legacy uh, X and Mega Man oh, Legacy, because yeah. they came out in two parts in the same some of the other legacy collections that they've done, so that you can buy the first half or you can buy the second half. Cause not everybody likes Mega Man one, two and three, right. They might just like seven, eight, nine.
1: Gotcha. So I'll be curious. Uh, so I actually had the, I think one of the switch collections for the Mega Man, I think it was the XZ collection or something like that. I ZX, ended, up, I ended yeah. up getting rid of it. Yeah. Whatever it was, I ended up getting rid of it. Um, but apparently it's like, it's super popular on the switch. Yeah. And, uh, I might just go back and just do a uh, another purchase of it.
0: You like should a, if like it's the, if it's the Zero Collection. Uh, that one was considered like one of the hardest of the side scrolling like, all Mega Man side scrolling, but it was one of the harder ones of the Mega Man series where you just play a Zero. It's more RPG like. Um, the issue with that one was it was very punishing. Like if you died in the middle of a fucking stage, like you just you lost all your progress. Oof. Um, so in the new one, you have well in the Switch, you have like. Uh, Essentially, save states that the game picks up for you when you transition okay. into a new area. um There's checkpoints and shit like that, and I think you take less damage because in the original you got hit like times and you're fucking dead.
1: Awesome. Well, I think I'm. I think I might go back and revisit all these uh, Mega Man collections that Capcom's released over the over the lifetime of the Switch. So yeah, I think I'll check it out.
0: Yeah, and then we got another fucking the release remake thing coming out with uh a pac-man world uh repack which is a ps1 game
1: <clears throat> yep so apparently it is a full remake of the original ps1 game pac-man world so yay i guess if you're if you were really into it uh it's i it's probably a decent platformer especially if you're nostalgic if you grew up during the the original ps1 uh time frame so yay for them yeah, And uh, Bandai Namco has already released a $120 edition that includes this crazy, like, noir Pac-Man statue that includes a matching in-game costume. So I guess if you're into that kind of thing.
0: Pac-Man noir. Pac-Man I mean, noir. Yeah. And then, you know, speaking of noir, man, we got black and white game. It's not really necessarily noir, but, you know, Blanc. The puzzle platformer yeah. where you play as either a wolf or a fawn. It looks like they're two little friends and they're trying to make it through this wintry landscape. You can play local or online co-op. Um yep. looks cute. Uh the art style's neat. Comes out uh in the winter, February twenty twenty
1: three. Yeah. The um the art style is very is very kind of like pencil hand drawn type thing. I'm not really a fan of these kind of puzzle platformers, especially like this co op thing. But um I think the art style is enough for me to to wanna pick it up. So yeah, same. I'll probably I'll probably pick it up when it drops because it looks like he said, it's beautiful. It yeah. is a beautiful looking game.
0: It feels like you're playing like a like a, a child's fucking coloring book type of game or something. But with rougher edges yeah. instead of like
1: Yeah, um, it looks it looks really good. Looking forward to it
0: another throwback game coming out (laughs) return to monkey island yeah Uh, i don't even know what type of i mean monkey islands are always puzzles right but like
1: so the so the original uh lucas arts lucas films i mean uh monkey monkey island games were basically point and click these were like these were back i think in the in the late 80s early 90s yep back in the day so uh, the, the whole big thing about the return to monkey Island is apparently this is the return of the original creator, Ron Gilbert. Oh. so this is kind of like a supposed sequel to the, the original secret of monkey, Island, monkey Island and monkey Island Two: LeChuck revenge game. So super hyped. If you're into kind of like a puzzle adventure, uh, type of game, uh, I don't know if they're probably going to expand a little bit on the point and click. Cause originally it was basically you, uh, clicking on things. You know, in the map, moving out to another map, and then pointing and clicking and finding items and using those items to progress through the story. So I'm pretty sure it's it's, it's along the similar vein. And uh, if you've been waiting for, I guess the the next Monkey Island by Ron Gilbert, this is for you.
0: <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Ron Gilbert, I wasn't waiting on it. Might be another game that I skip. Me either. It looks Fuck really Ron cool
1: Gilbert. though. Jesus, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it.
0: I'm also not excited about Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Uh, they announced this over a year ago. We finally yeah. got a release date of o- October 20th. Um, yeah. I did see what was kind of neat is that you move around on a 3D world space uh, like like any other Mario game. Uh, and then once you, when you encounter an enemy, that's where you go into these uh, strategy RPG battles like XCOM.
1: Yeah, you didn't like it because you're a piece of shit, dude. Because the original Mario and Rabbits was kind of amazing. What I've so, heard. So yeah, so it's it's similar 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 type of thing what you were saying. It's uh, basically you journey around on these maps, along uh, like this kind of like overworld, and then you get to kind of just little sections where you go into like kind of battle formation. You know, each of the unique each of the characters have a unique way of moving across the map, uh, power ups, ways to attack, and things like that. And so it's essentially you uh, choosing the right type of characters for your play style and getting through the maps and, you know, getting to a a boss at the end, upgrading your weapons and things like that. So um, Ubisoft is going to be talking more about this game tomorrow around 9 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I really enjoyed the first one. Um, It's really good. Like as casual wise, like you can get through the story, not a problem. Oh, we do have like some very, very hard um, kind of scenarios set up that you can play post game that were pretty brutal. But if you're the kind of person who likes to like min max that kind of thing, optimize your movements, getting your people in the right place, you know, to, you know, flank, flank the it uh, the enemy and things like that. Like mm-hmm. it's it's pretty decent and okay. it's relatively
0: casual, so it's not like super hardcore. Shit. Oh, well, and then maybe I'll go back and play Mario and Rabbids. I I do have a copy of it. Uh, I mean, it goes on oh. sale all the time, so it I does. picked it up a while yeah. back with the intention of playing it, but I was like, man, I really want to get into another SRP. I don't know what I do want to get into though, is little Noah scion of paradise. This shit looks like all of those games that, uh, square Enix came out with like bravely default and stuff. Same character art style. I honestly thought that that, that was their game, but it's not, it's from uh cry games who made the grand blue fantasy, uh, fighting game, super cool looking game, really cool art style. Yeah. Um, th- this, uh, was announced today. And it's uh, it was an on okay, sale already for $15. Um, I went and tried to check out the uh, channel's uh, videos of the game. Uh, and it everything's locked. So, like, you can watch the video, you can't comment, anything like that. They only have four <laughs> videos up on the channel. So, it kind of makes me a little worried about, like, how deep this game actually is. But I kind of don't care. Yeah. The combat looks cool as fuck. And I yeah, you know,
1: it, it, it seems like it's just going to be, uh, you know, like these rogue light generated dungeons, yeah getting getting power ups and then kind of going through to kind of get to the end of the game the the fifteen dollar price tag does make me think that maybe it's kind of on the um simpler side, yeah so it looks maybe simple. there's not a good like there's not a good chunk of meat in the game, and it might be just kind of like superficial, and you know you kinda of go through once you stop having fun, there's really nothing to kind of bring you back so. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm worried about is, like, the replay- yeah. replayability, definitely in something that's a roguelite, um, or or how how in-depth does the combat get and stuff like that, or, are you, For sure. you know, For running sure. around pressing so, the beep.
1: Yeah, because I'm super into to roguelites, like, I've played Binding of Isaac so long, I could put hundreds of hours into that game, yeah. and the only reason why it keeps you going back is because just the synergies of the power-ups that you pick up, you know, the things that you unlock, that force you to want to go through I don't want to say force it it really incentivizes you you to yeah, yeah it entices you to keep going back over and over again and just getting a little bit further unlocking new and powerful items and just seeing you know what kind of destruction you know you can you can kind of uh put on the things in front of you And I'm kind of concerned that this is probably not going to be that kind of thing. It's going to be maybe a one and done type thing once you get to the end. Hopefully that's not the case, but I guess we'll see.
0: Yeah, I guess we'll see. I'm definitely going to pick it up. Uh, I mean, at $15, like it'd be a waste to not pick it up. Definitely. I enjoy the style. Yeah. And then they were the next video that they showed was Railgrade, which is a management and economic simulation game.
1: I'm not going to lie, dude for for a while when I was younger. One of the one of the things that I used to do is I used to download all of these old games and this reminds me of Railroad Tycoon. Yeah. It was just a super game that I pirated because <laughs> I wasn't about to spend the money on it. Um but it's it's just one of the things, just kind of like a SimCity ish type game. You know, you're given a world you have to, you know, set up these Set up these uh, stations to Mm -hmm. like haul um, materials, food, people at some point Um, for the time and for the time that uh, that it was like it was really simplistic. I actually had some fun, even though I don't really give a shit about uh, trains or anything like that. Like it has (laughs) it has really no that that doesn't that's not a hook to keep the game. It's just, you know, setting up, setting up routes, building, you know. Uh, building train stations and just getting things from point A to point B, and then you know just kind of optimizing it and you know those those little those little nuggets of just like hey you're doing good keep it up type of thing to, to keep you going back and and I, uh,
0: I'm and sure someone out here has a fucking dad boner for it though like the the train nuts out here the that fucking guy that you see on TikTok who's always like screaming at trains and shit a fucking blonde uh, <laughs> British kid um. I I think people like that are gonna have a really uh, I think
1: they're gonna have a good time and I might pick it up if it goes like on a deep sale. Yeah, same. Uh just to check it out.
0: Yeah. I like simulation games like that and I like when they're a little bit more macro uh instead of like this macro type of thing like SimCity. Uh the next game was a little bit weird to me, it reminded me of those old uh games where you you, you write in like alligator and it would drop like an alligator or something on the screen. It was like side scrolling puzzle type of shit. So this is RPG time, the legend of right. Uh, so it's a hand-drawn RPG from this this kid's point of view. He's trying to make a game right. and he's trying to draw his way through it. And you're having to draw and erase elements inside of the board to solve puzzles. Um, I don't know. It, it looks neat.
1: I'd be in, like you brought up an interesting point. I'd be interested to see if this is a little bit more like Scribble Knots.
0: That's the type. one. Scribble Knots, dude.
1: Yeah, it's a little Scribble Knots inspired where, you know, you get to use your imagination to kind of um manifest, I guess, these things to kind of help you. Mm-hmm. Um Scribble Knots was okay, but it was super simplistic just like, you know, figure out a unique way to get the cat out of the tree. I I'm uh, with this, it's a little bit more like RPG-ish. So Yeah. I, I'd be more interested to see if there's uh there that kind of scribble knots element, uh, and if that's the case, like I I might actually try it out. Otherwise, like it's not really my thing. Although yeah, I do it's, like it's real niche style, for sure.
0: The art style again. There's a lot of like very cool art styles coming out from all the Nintendo partners inside of this uh, direct. So kind of inspiring, actually. Um, maybe not so much the next game, Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> <laughs> This this video though, uh in in comparison to the last two that came out, kinda had me hype.
1: So I and I think I think one of the reasons is because this is just like a little sizzle reel of all these different little snippets of gameplay. Mm-hmm. And what we've done is we've watched IGN just like creep around these open worlds and spend like two minutes trying to trying to, you know, Get defeat a a, a a bunch of balls, dude. Yeah. Like that's not that's not a that's not Sonic. No. You know, Sonic should be running around, you know, popping up in the air and just just bashing on these things and then going on his way. And this kind of, it had, uh, it kind of tried to show you a little bit of the, maybe the slower parts of it. But I think the way that it was cut, um, it makes it look uh, a, way more fast paced yep. and a, way more interesting. There yeah. was It showed you a lot of different things. I think they did show you a little bit of the, uh, I think that the little worlds that you're able to kind of find and uh enter in like in some yeah. of the bigger open world spaces yeah and then i don't, like I don't know if one, yeah
0: just like i don't the know VR. if we've seen that before no yeah. no we haven't they talked about it they said that these are open open maps so not open right. world so you go to a map and it's open you do whatever you want to inside of that map uh you finish it and then you even go to like a hub select your next world
1: yeah so it's it's it definitely it's a better showing Uh, and that's probably what they they this is what they should have been drip feeding us yeah um because some of these long form videos like did not make it look appetizing at all no no, not one bit so this holiday season it's coming out so we'll see if uh if they give us a little bit more uh reason to actually want to play this
0: yeah i i'm i'm more optimistic for for this sonic game than i am pessimistic my view is changing over time the more that better information uh yeah the next game i saw it and i was like oh my god we got a kingdom Hearts (laughs) spinoff not really it's disney dreamlight valley um you (laughs) i don't know game no this has been on my
1: wish list i think for the past the past year oh shit you know you've had
0: insider knowledge you've been working with
1: all me and all of the people that love to go to Disneyland, you know, five times a year,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like we've been talking about this, and we're super excited.
0: Not really. Yeah, keep it real it, with your Disney adults, though. So.
1: Yeah. So this is I, this kind of feels like it's it's uh, probably more of a Disney adult type of game. Mm-hmm. Uh, features a lot of the characters, um, you know, the environments and things like that. Uh, so I, you know, the, maybe the. The story itself, slightly interesting. You know, it seems like there's something that comes in and kind of like ruins Disneyland or this Dreamlight Valley type. Yeah, everybody
0: loses their memories. The landscape gets changed. And it looks like you as a character positioned to kind of fix all those areas and return everybody's memory. Right. Bring life back to the Disney Dreamlight Valley.
1: And if there was like some some high stakes over here where you know maybe some of the characters died or something like that or they they they're <laughs> lost in purgatory and you know they're gonna be tortured forever until their souls are returned to their body, yeah. maybe that could be interesting. But it doesn't sound like it's gonna be like that. And you're gonna just follow through, go through some Disney shit. And uh, yeah, good for you guys. There's your game, Disney Dreamlight.
0: Yeah. Really. And you can yeah. pick it up uh, September 6 in early access. So not even the early final access. version. Not oof. even the final version. Yeah, that's a oof. No, that's a uh, big oof right there. They're just trying to get it out, get people interested. I think get feedback and have something mm. good by the holidays. Um, we got Live a Live, which was uh, announced earlier this year, um, a couple months ago, I think, or maybe just a month ago. Yeah, uh, we got a release date of July twenty second. It looks really good. It's the uh, cool pixel art stuff that they've been doing from Square Enix for uh, Octopath Traveler and Triangle Strategy. Uh, there's a demo that came out with the release today, um, right? And then Nintendo Treehouse is doing something, right?
1: Yeah, they did a 40 minute playthrough. Holy shit! Uh, yep. So I, I think it might have been just the demo. Uh, from what I can remember, I believe the demo includes like the first three chapters of the game, something yeah. like that. So three the whole the, the whole hook with uh with live alive is the uh just the number of characters and just kind of like the unique backstories. That these characters are. So basically you have um kind of unique gameplay elements uh based on each of the individual stories and it I, it should be coming together somehow, some way. Okay. So I never played the original uh Japanese version on the SNES. Uh I they used to be really big into like emulation and playing, you know, translated JRPGs. Uh it was one of those was one of those games that were was highly recommended uh back in the day and it's probably just as good uh using the remake um
0: especially. yeah i'm sure it's so going to be I'm dope. looking forward to it yeah. I'm, I'm hella yeah. looking forward to it this the yeah, the too. whole concept is you know obviously very similar to the the eight game whatever the heck it, it's called again octopath, um, Travel. octopath traveler uh it's very similar to that and like um saga frontier and all that shit mm-hmm. games that i really enjoy so it'd be cool to go back and see like you know what started all this shit uh exactly after that, we got a weird mashup of two different types of things. We got farming simulation, like Harvest Moon mixed with Dora Doraemon. Mon. So like two different fucking weird groups like Mario and Rabbids. But <laughs> I don't know where Are the they, connection here is. I uh, think this
1: is the second. This is the second story of Seasons game.
0: I believe. Yeah, it is.
1: So I, I, I don't know much about it. Um. Apparently, I guess if you're if you're into like those those old school like Japanese uh, characters like Doramon or something like that, it's probably up your alley and you're probably going to play it just to just a just a farm and, and have fun or whatever. But yeah, it's
0: it's definitely and for somebody. It's definitely, definitely for someone. For it's not. Yeah, not for me at all, yeah. either. I'm going to <clears> skip out on it. Uh, plus, like these fucking farming simulation games are coming out like so and many of this. It's nuts, right? Uh, we got another uh, game in the Minecraft uh, style. I don't know. Uh, Minecraft Legends comes out later this year. looks really fucking cool. I uh, yeah. don't know much the, about it. Is it.
1: The strategy game.
0: No, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just everything that I see of Minecraft Legends looks really fucking cool.
1: Great. Uh, I'm not. Um, I'm not into the kind of the games that have come around the whole Minecraft thing. But this one, this one looks like it's, it's going to be interesting. I think it's an action strategy game. Yeah. So it's
0: definitely action.
1: Yeah. So I'm kind of interested in just the aesthetic itself. Mm-hmm. Um, Not so much the Minecraft world or anything like that, but if they turn it into kind of like an interesting gameplay loop, like action strategy, um, I might go with it. Like it's, it's going to be a lot more focused than just the, you know, uh, get dropped in and, you know,
0: survive trees and build and
1: build and build some stuff. Yeah. So this one looks like it's going to have like actual gameplay. Um. So if it, if it is like a decent strategy game, I might check it out at some point, Same. maybe not on the switch, but you know, someplace where I can get it on a, on a huge, a huge discount or something like that.
0: Yeah. Uh. Next game, dragon quest treasures got announced. Uh. That looked fucking phenomenal. It is a looter, but like a go out, find loot, get treasure. you, entice monsters to join your team and then when you yeah. encounter other monsters yours come out and fight and you get to join them. you get to pull out your sword and shield or your magic or whatever type of uh player character that you are I guess and uh kind of engage the enemies with it. Are you are you I'm pumped. Are you pumped for this one?
1: Dude fucking Dragon Quest. Dragon Warrior one was the first RPG I ever played. Oh shit. I played it for the NES. I love and so like I'm super big into the slimes the drackeys that i saw the dragon lord statue Mm -hmm. that they had in the in the dragon quest treasures uh trailer it just it's it it feels like a just giant love letter to the whole dragon quest Mm -hmm. series with all of the the monsters and and just like the um just the references and things like that so i'm super pumped about it i i I'm just hoping there's a little bit more to it. It does seem like there is like a base building aspect. So, you know, you go out, you find treasure, you build up your base so you can go out to find more treasure, you know, yeah. maybe level up your, your monsters that you're hanging out with.
0: I mean, this um, could be like a, a gameplay loop, like Moonlighter, where you're just really a fucking vendor in a town, but to like get wares, you're going out, like going into dungeons and killing motherfuckers and bringing those wares back to sale. Yeah. Um. So I'm it could be some lie. shit like that.
1: Yeah, if it, if it's if it's like if it has like a co-op aspect, just let me know dude, we'll fucking we'll I'm fuck in. go out there. We'll,
0: I'm in, that we'll shit beat looks some, so we'll good. get some
1: shit up and get some treasure, bro.
0: Well, it comes out so. December 9th, so we'll, we can play it during the holidays. How about that?
1: Yeah, sounds great, man.
0: Uh, after that, they did like a fucking sizzle reel, which caught mm-hmm. me off guard. Like They were throwing out, it was like boom, 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 back to back games. The first one that came up was Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes, which is another Muso fucking game from with the Fire Emblems uh, characters. Um I'm gonna no skip Man it. Sky. Yeah. yeah. No Man's God, the fucking oh god, the Switch version of that. I think it's gonna be dope. Um if you haven't played it. No Man's Sky's had like a lot of fucking updates. The the game actually yeah, looks really good. I haven't really played good. it.
1: I i I definitely did follow a lot of the drama that <laughs> that came with it back in the day. Yeah. Um so I'm kinda interested to see what it's what it's like now. Uh and unlike and you, I'm gonna skip the Fire Emblem Warrior series. Like I think I played what the last one I played was, uh, probably the Hyrule warriors. Yep. And I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I am warriored out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, whatever with that. Um, then they, man, fucking cloud versions, Dude. a Plague Tale Requiem. So I guess if your if your switch is probably the only thing, uh, that you have to play games on, I guess it's a good thing if you want to play the new Plague Tale game. So good, good for the people who want to use, um, their switch to play a uh, a modern game that probably couldn't come out on the switch otherwise, yep. but I'm probably going to skip that for sure.
0: Yeah. I'm going to skip it too. I think there's uh better places to play a plague's tale. Again, it's cool that it's coming out. It really sucks that yeah. it's a uh, cloud version. You can pick that up on October 8th. Have um... Captain Velvet Meteor, the jump plus dimensions. No idea what the fuck this is. Uh, they showed it. It looked like it had a neat art style. It looked like it might be a strategy RPG. I have no idea. It comes out in a couple of days on July 18th. Um, <laughs> look it up, I guess. <laughs> uh, then they had another banger that just came that they're releasing. Dude, caught me off guard.
1: Dude, the Portal Companion Collection. Yeah. I love Portal 1 and Portal 2. I love it. And you know the fact that they're actually just dropping it on the Switch for twenty bucks, handcrafted for the Switch for twenty bucks. Yeah, insane value for it.
0: And the the ten dollars per game. Yeah, the co-op on the, yeah. Portal Two is fucking insane. So like having that on a Switch is an absolute no-brainer.
1: For sure, dude. I so good.
0: when they when they dropped the voice in that trailer, I was like, no way, <laughs> no way. Yeah. I thought maybe we were getting like a portal update just for switch and they were like doing some health drop, but, uh, you know, still, still cool. Uh, and in the vein of like everything else that has been inside of this, uh, Nintendo direct, we got another, uh, farming simulation game with Harvestella. Uh, it's a live sim RPG, um, where it has like an open world map type of thing. If you're, if you're familiar with breath of fire three and chrono trigger. So you go from zone to zone like that. Uh, there's like some giant crisis. And because at first you're watching the trailer, yeah. you're just like, Oh, it's farming. It's bullshit. And then they zoom out and then it's like the quietest is coming to kill everything. And like, it's bringing monsters and shit. The battle looks dope. The, the quietest thing. So this existential dread, that's like killing all the land looks fucking dope. If I've, it,
1: I've I, never I, played I'm one of on these. this one.
0: I've never played a farm good. simulator, but I kind of want to fucking play this.
1: It looks good, but my 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 feeling is that... And the crazy thing is, like, this is a $60 game from Squaresoft, yeah. right? So, the art style is fine. You know, if you're into thigh highs and thigh gaps, this is definitely... You don't even have to decide whether or not you want to play it. Drop the $60 and do Just what you need to it. do. Yeah. So, know. what I can, like, what I envision, Mike... And the thing, the crazy thing about this, this would be a very like superficial type of gameplay loop, is that you have the life sim part, the RPG, where you're going about your day. You know, you're you're farming, growing crops, you know, baking shit, talking to the townspeople, probably running some quests for them, fetch quests. Maybe you're going out and you're killing some monsters in order to you know help you on the farm,
0: help you to to blow your mind. Yeah, you know what this
1: is. what?
0: This is what? Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles.
1: I doubt it.
0: I Dude, that's what this is. This is this is the same fucking loop as Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. So
1: my my fear is is that this whole quietest thing yeah is that this is the only thing really getting you to to Lead continue to do what you're do- supposed to be doing. Yep. So once quietest hits the season of death or whatever that. Through the through the you know start of the game, everything that you've been doing leads up to surviving the whole quietest thing. And then after you survive, then it just goes back to just being a just normal ass RPG where you're just gonna keep farming, keep baking, keep until doing fetch quest. Maybe it comes back, or maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Um, but this seems like a lot of these like these styles of games. Like I used to be really uh, really interested in these kind of like uh, kind of like really weird offshoot kind of um, RPG-ish like item shop selling games. Like I used to play Reseter. I think it was called Reseter, like item shopkeeper or some shit like that Mm -hmm. back in the day. And it was the same thing. Like the, the whole thing is like, you're in debt, kind of like you're into debt with Tom Nook or something like that. So you're in debt and you have to go out and fight monsters, find stuff to, 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 to return back from the battlefield to sell in your item shop and then to eventually pay back within a certain period of time. But after you do that, if you manage to actually finish and pay off your debt, then it's just like, well, I don't know, like just go out and fight more monsters, sell more stuff in your, I guess like there's really nothing else for you to do. And I hope (laughs) that's not the case for 60 bucks. They, they better have like really like, you know, at least like 20, 30 hours of some compelling type of gameplay but we'll see. We'll see. It's Square Enix. The the gameplay, uh where at least the art style is really dope. The music's probably gonna be really dope. Let's just let's just hope they actually give you a reason to wanna stick around and keep playing.
0: Yeah. Well damn. Uh after that, like it was just again, three back to back bangers. Uh everybody's been anticipating these games. Yeah. I didn't expect us to get all three, honestly. Um persona five I'm Royal.
1: With, yeah. I was shocked with Royal. Yeah, of all of them.
0: Yeah, I I did not expect that at all. I expected maybe Persona Four Golden coming out. Uh, Persona Three Portable though caught me fucking off guard, fully off guard. Um, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's uh, the only thing. The only positive thing that I can see is that um Persona Persona Five Royal does look. Like it's a native Switch port. This is not like a cloud version or anything like that. So this is legit built for the Nintendo Switch. Damn. And so they are releasing a um, a physical edition for Mm -hmm. the Switch, including the PS5 and the Xbox. So if you haven't played it yet, if you have it, if you don't have a fucking PS4, um, then or even a PS3. This game originated on the PS3. So this has been around a while. Persona 5 has been around a while. So yeah. Um. October twenty first, Persona Five Royal comes out for the Switch. If you need a portable, it's the place to go. Persona Four Golden, and they still haven't talked about when they're gonna drop Persona Four Golden or Persona Three Portable. So they're coming at some point. I think Persona Four Golden you can play it on this. You can play it on Steam if you have yep. uh, a gaming PC. Actually, you don't even need a gaming PC. I think just any decent PC is good enough to play Persona Four Golden. But otherwise, yeah, because
0: it was a PSP game.
1: I believe wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was either PSP
0: like or PS Vita, something like that, yeah. Something like that,
1: yeah. So, it's long time coming. Um, they finally released it for the Xbox, but uh, well, they announced it a few, uh, about a month back or so, a couple of weeks, and we've been waiting to see if they would actually announce it for the Switch. Persona 5 Royal was kind of up in the air, but it is coming, and it is just like a native version, so Persona, Persona folks are going to be eating fucking good. Yeah. Eating real good.
0: You're getting all kinds of Persona games on the Switch lately. Um, yeah, and that that's soon, man. That's October 21st, right before Halloween. October 21st. Yep. Yeah, so real soon. Like you yep. said, the other A-M ones, persona. four and four and three. Uh, they did say at the start of the Switch uh, announcement, so the Nintendo Direct, that everything would be in the next 12 months. So we do have an idea that these oh, okay. are coming out in the next year from now. Uh, so hopefully okay. we see them. You know, before too long. Yeah.
1: I the only the only thing that kind of bums me out is it looks like Persona Four Golden and Persona Three Portable are going to be digital only. I would yep. kind of hoping I was kind of hoping they would actually put it in like a collection or something like
0: that. Yeah, we'll you have know, to check and see if like uh you know limited run or someplace like that gets uh, a chance to print them physical or maybe like something from Play Asia. Hoping. Yeah, and then and, there was uh, a, I guess <laughs> the last yeah there one. was
1: there was so this one is Japan only so this oh. wasn't actually part of the American direct. This was from Japan only, so they announced a game called Monster Rancher Kaiju. So I, I, I'm not familiar with the Monster Rancher series, but apparently this is just like if you're if you're somebody who's into like Ultraman and fucking Godzilla and things like that, um, it's a Monster Rancher game with the ability to fight kaiju against each other. If you're into that kind of thing, it's there's no word if it's going to come out uh, in the West or anything like that, but. Uh, if you have it's super easy to set up a a Japanese eShop account Uh, that's coming out sometime in 2022 so if you're into Kaiju if you're into Monster Rancher it's coming out account on the Japan eShop
0: yeah and it's coming out right alongside uh, Shin Ultraman which was uh, is being created it's a reboot film of the Ultraman series created by the the creator of Evangelion uh, Hideki Anno so that's what this game is coming out for and supported that uh that remake when i first saw the title i was like holy shit we got monster rancher coming out as giants but that's not what it is um <laughs> instead this is uh ultra kaiju monster farm uh yeah they're calling it yeah i don't know seems neat too bad i won't get to yeah. play it
1: me either yeah. and that that pretty much took care of uh, this partner partner showcase from yep. Nintendo. Um, so, what'd you think about it overall?
0: Uh, I liked it. Uh, there were a lot of really really big highs in there for me. Uh, a lot of stinkers. Well, not not a lot, but a few stinkers. Um, I think the big takeaway from the show for me was the near automata drop. wasn't expecting that. wasn't expecting Mega Man Battle Legacy Collection. Completely got me pumped. And then the probably my uh my game that i'm gonna play immediately is little noah scion of paradise um those are my my top three i think for the correct what about you
1: yeah so so the crazy thing is is like i heard somebody briefly mention near automata as far as just being a possibility of dropping yeah and it seemed super just out of left field um so i i i wasn't expecting it um but I had I had heard that it could potentially be there, so I wasn't necessarily surprised. I was actually surprised that it actually dropped that these people weren't full of shit. Yeah. Um so just having the having the physical edition come out, I'm I don't see myself going through and replaying it again. But I I'm a fan of the series, so I'm probably just gonna throw down the forty bucks to get it from the Square Enix store yep. just to have my copy for the Switch. Uh just to have with me. And hopefully we can find out more about Nier Automata or at least something in the Nier series uh, somewhere in the future. Uh, So that was cool. Uh, Blanc, I am super pumped for Blanc. I really, so, and the crazy thing about it is like, as I've I've gotten older, like I've gotten away from like really hyped about like some of the big AAA games and some of the more like, um, you know, action oriented style of, of uh, just releases. And yeah. so, Blanc, I'm looking into something that's like weird, interesting. It seems like, you know, you know, like either the wolf's going to die or like the <laughs> fawn is going to die or something. like. It's going to be super fucking sad. And I want to be there 100%. I want to, I want to shed a tear. I want to yeah. feel something. You know what I mean? I feel you like know this what, is not going to end well.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. And I feel like that's the big thing with third party developers. Uh, yes. They get a chance to kind of lean more into the emotional side of games to give you like a good experience. Like you would have it, a, a long format movie or something. Right. Um, give you time to engage with the character and block. What, what catches me off guard is there's no words, no text. Yeah, You, they, you they did mention that. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me of uh, I, Abzu, which is a game where you just Abzu, swim yeah, around, yeah. you swim around. There's no, and you just kind of experience the world. And then, and then at the end you realize what the fuck is going on and who you are. And it it caught me off guard. I fucking cried at that game.
1: Shit, I was like, so shit. If that's if that's if that's up your alley, you should probably try Spirit Fair.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. i thought about looking. Yeah.
1: So I think Spirit Fair, like the whole it's the whole so thing old. about it is that like you're trying to you're trying to help people transition into the afterlife or something yep. like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It sounds yeah, it sounds super fucking intense. Um. So I definitely want to check that out. I think I have. <laughs> Uh, my dumbass is, I believe probably purchased like a physical edition of the game. And I, I tell myself like, uh, I'm going to wait till I actually have the disc in hand before I play it. I'm probably not going to play it for a while, but, um, I think this is kind of like, it, this is kind of driven me into the, into the point where I just want to explore like these type of games, yeah, uh, more fully and Blanc. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, Mario and rabbits. I played the first one. I really enjoyed the first one. I'm not, I really hate strategy like RPGs, <laughs> like these kind of style, like XCOM style, where yeah. you have to like get your people in place. And then, you know, you have to like come up with a strategy so you can get through your turns without dying completely and stuff like that. I really hate it, but Ubisoft has done a really good job, at least, you know, I, and you know what? I actually really enjoyed like the stupid humor of like the whole rabbits thing. So combining that with the Mario universe, and they they do a really good job of at least keeping it within, you know, plausibility that Nintendo could have potentially have created a, a game similar to this. It's very high quality. So I'm gonna I'm looking forward to that. Uh Little Noah, I'm gonna wait for you, man. Uh so Little Noah, uh, I do love the roguelite. Uh I'm not too sure if I'm gonna get it right out the gate. So you'll have to let me know if yeah. if it's gonna be right up my alley. Um and I might, I might play that, that
0: motherfucker while I'm laying in bed tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah. Keep me up, keep me up to date on what you think. Yeah, and outside of that, I think live alive for sure. Um, super into it. Uh, Dragon Quest Treasures, super, super. Waiting for that. Yeah. Uh, Harvestella. I'm waiting for like the reviews to come out once that finally comes out on November 4th to see if if people are gonna shit on it. Who knows? Yeah. And uh, honestly, for Persona, Persona, the whole Persona thing, I I'll probably just play it on the. I'll probably keep it on PlayStation, man. Yeah. Same. If I'm going to, if I'm going to play it, I'm not, not super. I, I'm, I'm worried about trying to like invest myself in persona games because persona five, I think I've heard like hundred hours, 40, 50 hours. If you do nothing but like story missions. And then it's like a hundred, 120. If you want to do like all of the shit.
0: Yep. I I don't, I don't know
1: if I got time for that.
0: I think you're looking 60, 80 hours just to do like character. Uh, um and then everything like that's in the hundred hundred. Yeah. Um I mean it's just what it's known for is being very
1: Yeah, that's true. The 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 fucking music is banging though. So yeah. God I damn the music's down. banging. <laughs> it's so, so good. I actually I've listened I've actually bought and listened to the soundtracks more than I've actually played the actual games. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. I actually bought I actually have Persona 5 Royal uh sitting in the back somewhere that I purchased only because it came with like a uh, a disc of like sound selections from the from the soundtrack, Holy and then shit. I actually bought. Well, I don't remember. It was either it only had one disc or it was actually like the three disc, like Same. full soundtrack. So I'm really into the music. I will maybe put play it at some point of time. Who knows? Who knows? Well, yeah. but otherwise it was great. It was a great direct.
0: Yeah, it was great job. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm glad they put it out, even if it wasn't like a big one. Cool to yeah. see them supporting uh all of their third party partners uh and you know bring into light some of the the cool shit that they're
1: yeah and uh, i'm sure they're gonna come out with their first party stuff soon there's definitely some stuff that they need to talk about uh that we're waiting for but um yeah they didn't even show this, bayonetta 3 happen. on this motherfucker yeah.
0: <laughs> i'm <am> super upset
1: <laughs> they they definitely need to yeah but i mean outside of those those high profile games they they actually introduced a few uh a few decent drops. So, you know, you could probably spend, you know, like 50, 60 bucks and get yourself like three or four quality indie games over here. So
0: I'm yeah. looking forward to it.
1: Yeah. We're eating good, man. We're eating good.
0: We're eating real good. Uh, these past couple of weeks, good to be a gamer, right?
1: It it really is. Really is.
0: Well, thanks for hanging out. Uh, thanks for doing this again. Here's to right. with my empty ass glass. Uh, finished it Me up. Me too did you nice good job uh and thanks again for watching this episode of uh pixels and pints podcast again i'm bradley and i'm michael i'm just two old dudes playing video games and drinking pints man and drinking That's pints what we do. drinking beers mm-hmm. beer caught me off guard a little bit i guess <laughs> maybe i'm a little <laughs> bit more dehydrated than i thought all right
1: see all you guys well, we'll see you guys next time later guys peace